0: just go to cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, we finally did it. Yes, we finally got the third championship in Houston Rockets history. For the first time since the 90s, your Houston Rockets are NBA champions. And Michael Brown, we did it. Finally, after two seasons of being the worst team in the league and all of that growing in between,
1: we can finally say we're out here on top. I'm, I'm really, sh- I'm really shocked you were able to make it through that intro straight faced and not just laughing everywhere. But uh, I digress. Congrats to uh, the Houston Rockets for winning The championship question? Now, Mike, I don't think that's
0: how you would act when the Rockets would actually win the championship.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would probably not have any pants on. I would be running through the streets, uh, showering myself with uh, Clutch City Lager from Carbach Brewing Company and screaming, we are the champions and singing the song just on repeat.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, that is the beauty of a podcast, because you can get all of that without having to look at it.
1: Okay, but you wouldn't want
0: to look <laughs> was, at it. That was pretty mean, That was pretty that was Yeah, pretty that... Mean. I mean, I would probably be in some... I'd probably be doing about half of those things, maybe not all of those things. Oh. But yeah, so the Rockets won the championship. Now, obviously, I want to remind our listeners that we do live in you know, the current time... Raymond, we, we do know that the Rockets haven't won the championship yet, but today's episode, we're going to act like they have, and we're going to basically kind of figure out how this rebuild is going to go, and how do they get out of it, and how do they end up as the world champions. So we're going to go through season by season, kind of figure it out, see where we go, and kind of kind of see our different perspectives. I think this is a good topic for Mike and I to talk about because I think Mike and I do have two different ideas as to where this team's going. And I think it would be just a kind of fun idea. You know, we're watching the playoffs right now. We're, we're seeing teams go from pretenders to contenders, contenders to legit contenders, and legit contenders to NBA champions. So it's a good time to talk about this. And uh, I'm really excited, Mike. It should be fun. It should be a yeah. fun,
1: fun exercise.
0: All right. Yeah, very fun exercise. And I figured that we would start this out by dropping the year, the year that we think the Rockets will win the NBA championship. So, Mike, uh, do you want to start us out?
1: Well, just the um, year. Just the sure. year. Yeah. I mean, I think the first conceivable year, I would say, is probably 2027. Okay.
0: So you're, is that what you're going with 2027? Yeah, I'll go
1: 2027. All right, I'm if I gonna had to pick a year.
0: All right, um, I'm gonna go 2029. I'm gonna go 2029. It'll be 35 years, a little bit further along. Um, but yeah, I mean that I think is we're looking at the right range here. You know, Jalen Green in 2027, he'll be a six-year NBA vet in 2029, he'd be an eight-year NBA vet. Obviously, you have guys like Kevin Porter, uh, you know, or other guys that aren't currently on the Rockets roster that that help us get there. So, uh, Mike, let's, yes? let's go over to you. So basically the idea that I kind of had for this, it's a kind of a loose idea, but basically go year to year and see where they go and how do they get to the championship. So let's start with this upcoming season. Who do they draft Who, a, a, a marquee free agent that they sign and the record at the end of the season?
1: Okay. So my guy that I have completely fallen in love with uh, is Jalen Brunson from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jalen Brunson can help take this team to the next level. Um, when you look at the free agents that are out there, I mean, I know how much you're in love with Ricky Rubio, Jeremy, but... Uh, Ricky. Uh, Rubio. I'm not in love with Ricky Rubio at all. Okay. Well, no, I'm uh, multiple... Once. No, that's not true. In our time together on this show, we have bickered multiple times once, about Ricky once Rubio. Once is a Rockets target, maybe. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Jalen Brunson, to me, is a guy that can help take this team to the next level. Um. I think he would work really well right next to to Jalen in the draft. I'm taking Jabari Smith from Auburn. Um, I think even if the Rockets get the number one pick in the draft, Jabari Smith is my guy. I think between him, Boncaro and Holmgren, a, I think he's going to be the best player in the league of those three. B, I think he solves a problem that the Rockets have. I don't think Boncaro solves a problem that the Rockets have outside of needing more star power because he's yet another forward who's not a rim protector. So what does he really do? Now, Jabari Smith doesn't do that either, but he helps on the wing. He's a 6'10 wing and the Rockets wings suck. So Boncaro's is not a wing. Boncaro is a power forward and the Rockets already have not one, but two of those guys. You wouldn't consider uh, K.J. Martin a wing? I would consider him a wing, but as of right now, he's not a starter. Jabari Smith is a day one starter. Okay. Uh, K.J., at least coming off of last season, is not a starter. Um, so I like K.J. a lot. We've talked about it multiple times. I would put him in the starting lineup. My two starting forwards next year, ideally, would be K.J. Martin and Jabari Smith, and I'd put Shangun in the middle. And pray that the length of KJ and Jabari help Shangun on the boards and Shangun can focus more on trying to be a rim protector. Uh, so this offseason to help get the Rockets closest to that championship level, those would be my two massive acquisitions would be Jabari Smith and Jalen Brunson.
0: All right. So how many how many wins does the starting five of uh Jalen Brunson? I'm guessing you want to move Kevin Porter to the bench because that's just how you see it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Green, KJ Martin, Jabari Smith, Hopper on Schengen. How many wins does that team get?
1: It depends on what happens with the rest of the bench. You know, filling out the rest of the bench. Well, I'm I'm saying you. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I, the future. Yeah, I'm. Sa- I think it's a 37 to 40 win team next year. That's a big jump. Well, it's That's a big, big jump. Mike. Well, in my my third. Uh well, I guess it would be the year after this one that we would make this move, but Silas has to go. If we're going to talk about the Rockets being a championship contender, it will not be with Steven Silas.
0: Okay, so let me get this straight. You have the Rockets winning 15 and 20 more games and they fire their coach?
1: Yes. I don't if see how di- that happens. If they miss the playoffs. if they miss, I, if they do- I still don't see how that happens. Well, look, just because you win more games... Is not a direct reflection on how good your coach is. It's just not like Vogel's not a good coach and the Lakers want a title. It it had nothing to do with coaching. It had everything to do with the players, the Rockets, if they were to make those moves by bringing in Brunson and uh, Jabari. I don't know
0: if a coach has ever been fired for
1: 15, 20 win improvement before. uh, It's definitely happened. It happened in uh, to Dwayne Casey in uh, Toronto. And look what yeah, happened to Toronto. That was a contender. Yeah, but, well, I mean, they improved. They didn't improve by 15 games. But look at what happened when they got rid of Casey, who he's an okay coach. Nick Nurse is a much better coach, and they won a title. It, that was a reflection of better coaching gets you over the hump. Just because the Rockets win more games does not mean that Silas is The
0: Rockets run. aren't really at that
1: point where they need to get over the hump. No, but I'm saying that's why I'm saying that they should get rid of Silas. No matter what happens this year for me unless the team goes on a run, gets into the playoffs and has a great run in the playoffs, I want Silas gone. That's the point of this exercise is right, we need right, to get Mike. to a we need to get to a title level, yeah. get rid of Silas. Um, so that would be after year 1 of my championship road. Those would be the three big moves. Okay.
0: That's mm-hmm. That's that's a whole lot right there. I really – I can't see any – I can't see two of those things happening. I can't see why Jalen Brunson would want to come here. I also can't see – well, yes, but I do think that there are going to be a lot of overpayers for Jalen Brunson's services this offseason, especially one in New York City. And I could see Jabari Smith come to Houston, although – I'm more leaning towards Paolo Bunkero at this point. So I would say, yes, you you keep, I don't think they're going to make a big free agent signing this this year. I think they're going to rely on their youth to kind of push them through one more season. And I think it ends up with a 30 win team. I think that this team can improve by 10 games just with the organic growth of the roster. And I think 10 is a lot. I think that's probably like the best case scenario. So will probably move towards like 26, 27, but you do need to see some kind of improvement in order to keep Steven Silas. Like you mentioned, Mike, I think 15 games would certainly do it. Uh, I don't see why you would fire a coach after, you know, they improve your team by 15 games, but that I digress. I think the Rockets pretty much run the course this year. I really don't see them doing much else. They win about 27 games and they find themselves in the 2023 lottery and they get another lottery pick. But I do think that they're at this point where they're no longer considered among the worst of the
1: worst in the NBA. I mean, it's fair. I mean, the the Rockets goal this off season to me, and I know that there's a lot of differing opinions on this. It's all about talent acquisition and Timelines don't mean much to that ideology. Like either you have that ideology or you don't. Well, that's kind
0: of exactly what I'm saying here is I'm willing to let the timeline of these players play out. And I think that's what the Rockets are trying to
1: do. I think that's what they're trying to do. But I know.
0: And I think eventually at some point we'll get to a championship. I mean, you
1: hope but the how you don't get to a championship is by abiding by certain artificial timelines that you put on what you're trying to do in an off season i guess that's probably the best way i can describe it like the the idea of we're not going to go after marquee free agents until 2023 well why are you waiting until 2023 like shoot your shot now no pun intended but uh, but the thing is mike is Yes,
0: there, there's one thing about spending money, but you also want to spend smart money. You don't want to just sure. throw $80 million at Jalen Brunson because
1: you can. Well, you just you throw $41 million at John Waltz and not play the entire season.
0: Well, so, no, that that's not true. How is that not that's true? That's not true at all. How is it not true? They – well, it was the previous regime that traded for Russell Westbrook and had that massive contract. And the only way they were going to get off of that is by trading for John Wall. That was part of their game plan from before. With Jalen Brunson, they would be willingly putting on a $20 million a year player. And that's just not going to happen.
1: Well, then shame on the front office.
0: You guys, no well, matter how you might. want to slice and dice, Jalen Brunson's j- only going to get you to 37 wins. So why? So why? So why?
1: Because Jeremy, you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay, sorry, you you broke up there for a second. Um, I just said so why? Because, man. Like that's a guy that is a culture setter for you. That's the type Jaylen of guy. Jalen Brunson. That's, culture setter. Uh have you seen what he's done in these playoffs or no? Look,
0: I I'm I'm not I'm not this isn't like me dogging on Jalen Brunson more so. Sure, Evans, no, I understand. I just really don't see how he fits what the Rockets are trying to do. I mean, obviously, well, what, look, what are
1: the Rockets trying to do? Then The Rockets are trying to build desert. their
0: core through Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr., I don't see why you would put Jalen
1: Brunson in that. Because Kevin Porter Jr. is a bad bet compared to Jalen. And Jalen Green's and a so better.
0: Sure? And Jalen Brunson's a better bet. You'd rather pay Jalen Brunson more money
1: than Kevin Porter? Uh yes. Are you kidding? Come on, man. You can't compare the two. I love KPJ. So let me ask you a question. Would you rather pay Kevin Porter over the next four years? Would you rather pay Kevin I would Porter? Way, or I would
0: way rather have Kevin Porter at $40 million than Jalen Brunson at $80 million. Yes. Ooh, that,
1: okay. But why? You're not spending the money anywhere else. You're not paying one guy on this team legitimate NBA money outside of Wood and Gordon. That's it. Why would you not go for a guy that is showing you that A he makes his team better in a multitude of ways and leader on the court shuts his mouth and plays the game the right way because i'd rather have that cap space for later oh
0: god why i would much rather have why? that cap space for later okay because so you because mike then cuz i'd much rather have a guy like okay if you, spe- if, you ta- if you take if you take jalen brunson's contract and you pay him Let's just say, let's just say for round purposes, four years, 80 million with a fifth year option of another 20 million. All right. So you're paying Jalen Brunson in 2026, $20 million at age 29 or 30. If you wait just two more years or even one more year, get to 2024, 2025, you have a player that's at least that that might be a better fit around Jalen green and Kevin Porter and shangun and whoever you have in that time period where you're more likely with those guys to contend. And then you get a guy that you're not, because now you're not strapped by cap
1: space with Jalen Brunson. You can get a better guy than Jalen Brunson. You don't know, you know what that. I'm saying. No, I don't understand what you're saying because here's the thing. There's no guarantee. Might. There's a Might. whole lot you can of get a better guy than Jalen
0: Brunson in two years. Yes. That is what I'm saying. How do you not understand that?
1: No, I get listen, I get what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. And there's a whole lot of maybe's and mights, and we might get this guy, and we have the cash. Yeah, this. that's that's exactly First, what this is. That's right. Exactly what this is. That's exactly but, what this whole thing is. So you're telling me that you would rather take a chance that you might get a guy in twenty three versus a guarantee of a guy who's going to make your team better next year on a pretty team friendly deal, in my opinion. Jalen Brunson at $20 million a year? Are you kidding me? Mike. I take that this, every day of the week and that ends in Y. A. Mike. B, this the cap is gonna go up year oh over God. year. Why Mike, would you this, not do
0: that? This goes back to the whole like back and forth we've had since like since January of last year. It goes back to the whole thing where it's like, well, you made the trade for the picks, right? You made the trade for those picks instead of Ben Simmons. Okay. Ben Simmons would have gotten you at best maybe to the 8 seed. And then you go and get walloped by the Suns in the first round. But at least and, you're there. But Mike, okay, so you'd rather you'd rather get Molly whopped as an 8 seed versus maybe in a few years down the line and then you're going to have to cuz at some point Mike, when you get Molly whopped as an 8 seed, like for two or three straight years, that's as far as the team's going to go. And then you're going to have to rebuild anyway.
1: But that's a whole lot. Again, that's a maybe. I'm telling you right Mike, now, would you, would, you, would you rather take this conversation or talking about playoffs? Because I would rather be talking about the playoffs, to be quite honest. Well, with. yes, you would rather be talking about
0: the playoffs. But the goal, Mike, is a championship. The goal, Mike, is a championship. The goal, Mike, is a championship. I want to say that three times so I make sure you understand it. I okay. hear. Like, here's here's the deal, right? If you get to a point, yes. At the end of the day, Mike, you've got one champion and 29 losers. And I don't care if you're the team that loses the championship, the finals, or you're the Rockets. At the end of the day, you're still a loser. And, and, the, and the Rockets are trying to get to a point. They're trying to slingshot their way to get there. That's what I'm saying. And, and yes, it's going to take some years where they, they are a bigger loser maybe than some others. But at this point, like, yeah, like you're looking at the Jazz here. Sean in the comments is bringing up a very good point. Look at the Jazz, right? The Jazz are in the playoffs every year, yes. But they haven't gotten to the Western Conference Finals at any point. And, and now, and and we're in the middle of halftime. My coaching is way more than the all problems that they have. They have a, they have the arguably the most talent, one of the most talented defensive bigs in the game. They have a really good guard, Donovan Mitchell, probably a top 30, top 40 player in the league. And yet they still can't find a way to get out of the first round against a Mavericks team without Luka Doncic
1: throwing it out there. Like, yeah, That's what I'm
0: trying to say is like, yes, I, you can be the Jazz and you can you can go to the playoffs every year. You can be the number one seed. They were in the number one seed last year, but not have success in the playoffs. Or you can do what the Rockets are doing, which, yes, it sucks to suck, but they do suck. But, hey, every team sucks at some point. And at least for the Rockets, they're getting it out of the way in the regular season versus in the playoffs.
1: That's what the Rockets are trying to do. Right. Throwing it out there, Jalen Brunson has 18 points in. All right. Well, uh, okay. Jaylen, look, okay, Mike is the Jalen Brunson fan
0: club president okay. and the Since I Was 8 club president.
1: The tre- I am the treasurer. I am not the, the, the president. treasurer. The treasurer. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. All right. Tre- okay. So all right. Here, here's my thing, right? I, look, I, get, I love the Utah example because they're a team that is so badly coached. I think Quinn Snyder is one of the three most overrated coaches in the league.
0: All right, so they fire Quinn Snyder. But the thing is, Mike, there's not a coach that's way better than Quinn Snyder that's going to catapult them to where they go. At the end of the day, coaching is coaching, yes, but the players on the court are the ones that decide the game. For sure. But Rudy Gobert – Frank Vogel can win an NBA championship. That, to me, proves that it's the players that win the championship, not the coaches. Well, of
1: course. But Mike I mean, Budenholzer com- won a championship. Like, Think about it, Mike. I think that – roster is just mismanaged. I think if they had a different coach with that roster, they would be a lot better. All I'm saying. okay, But is, would they win a championship? Would they win a championship? Um, No, I, I don't, I don't think they win a championship, no. but, I, but if you. Okay. And that's, and that's the goal. That's the goal. It is the goal. As long and as we I, have the same goal in mind. We do have the same goal in mind, but what right. you're doing is you're punting on the idea of adding a guy that helps get you there that much quicker for the Rockets. In in twenty twenty-two, yes. Okay. In twenty twenty two, yes. Because okay. so I, I say
0: the Rockets aren't gonna win a championship until twenty twenty nine. Okay. So let me 2027 ask you twenty twenty seven is when they entered serious true contention for a championship. Okay, that's fair.
1: So let's do a, a quick uh, exercise real quick, right? You said you want to wait for another year before the Rockets spend money on a free agent, correct? Yes,
0: okay, so 2023, we're at this point. Correct. Mike, you have Steven Silas fired because he only won you 15 more games and didn't win you a championship after having the worst record of the year before. Two years but, ago. So who are you hiring to replace Silas? Mark Jackson. All right, and Mark Jackson, who has never won a championship, is going to help us win a
1: championship. Why? Because he's a... F- Far superior, better coach than. And he'd rather leave He'd rather lead the ESPN booth for Jalen Green. If you incentivize him enough, yeah, why not? You're going to tell me with a backcourt of Brunson and Green, and if you add a star in the draft, what I think Jabari Smith could be. Yes, absolutely. If you make it worth his while, or you can chill, watch games on TV,
0: get paid to talk about it, and make fifteen million dollars a year. Some guys sounds- want to. Some guys want to coach though. Well, Mark Jackson hasn't proven that yet. Not yet. Who knows what kind of offense? All right, so Mark Jackson's the coach. I think Steven Silas gets his fourth year. I don't see why you would fire someone after he helps you win games more. Um, I do understand the the criticisms behind his uh, rotations and all, but I do think if Silas can at least show some semblance of improvement next season, he'll at least get his fourth year. But it's going to, like, he if if the Rockets are in the bottom three again next year, there's no question he should be fired. I don't think the Rockets are going to be in the bottom three next year. I think that other teams, it's their turn to bottom out. I think the Rockets are going to make enough improvements to at least get them out of that range and probably end up in the mid-lottery. So that's what I think the Rockets do. And then in 2023, maybe you make a move, you go out and get a guy like, uh, I don't know, like so I got the list. Got I,
1: got the, I got the list in front of me. You so have 2023 20, free agents. I do. So, All right. You didn't, you said you didn't want to spend money on Brunson this year because you wanted to save the money for 23, correct?
0: 23 or 24, depending on when the rockets were ready to make that jump. Perfect.
1: So I'll list out the top free agents in 23 and you stop me when you get to a guy that you think we have a realistic shot at deal. Fair. Yeah. LeBron James. Keep going. James Harden. Keep going. John Wall. Keep going. Oh, well, we already have them. Um, Just keep also, going. I'll tell you when to stop. Chris Middleton, Bradley Beale, Kyrie Irving, Chris Stapps Porzingis, Kevin Love, Andrew Wiggins, Nikola Jokic, D'Angelo Russell, Al Horford, Nikola Vucevic, Draymond Green, Fred Van Fleet, Harrison Barnes, Danilo Gallinari. Okay. Well, Harrison Barnes, maybe. So you're going to sit here and tell me you'd rather give money to Harrison Barnes than Jalen Brunson. At kidding? a smaller,
0: at a smaller clip, yeah. But keep going. Like I'm not in love with them. No. Okay.
1: Danilo Gallinari, Jeremy Grant, my guy, America's Jeremy guy. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Miles Turner. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy okay. Grant. Is who I'd get. Okay, so let's stop at Jeremy Grant, right? In my example, you already have Jabari Smith. You don't need Jeremy Grant. Right. But okay. I so, think, but you may not have. But even if, would, in your example, wait. yeah. If Jeremy you Grant got fun, like a good guy for me. But if you have Bon Carroll, why do you need Grant?
0: I think you can play them both. Okay.
1: Uh, Bojan Bogdanovich. I like Bush. him too, actually. A shooting guard where you already have Jalen Green. Coming off the bench, yeah? You're going to pay a guy 20 plus okay, million if dollars. I, if I had to bench. choose
0: one guy out of all the guys you've said, it's Jeremy Grant. So, okay. Yeah, let's get Jeremy Grant. All right. Let's Jeremy, get Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. You're on the, okay. you're on
1: the spot. Perfect. He's on the squad. Still doesn't make any sense to pay him over a guy like Bronzo. Especially with the, with yes, more than it does. likely and I and I have okay. already
0: said it, so I'm not going to I'm not going to repeat.
1: Okay. Okay, so in your example, so what are the what are the Rockets adding this offseason? So let's get back to your plan. What are the Rockets add this offseason and what are they going to do next offseason? This
0: offseason no free agents of real merit. Okay that like no real notable free agents, maybe some guy that stays for a year or two, like kind of like, maybe they'll make like a Daniel Tice kind kind of signing, but nothing, (laughs) nothing major. Uh, And then they go out, they get Boncaro. Um, And then also in the next off season, you draft a guy. I don't know the 2023 draft class really well. um, So I don't necessarily want to like, just say a name just for the sake of it. Um, But Jeremy Grant sounds like a guy, but they're also going to get, you know, a pretty high pick. I'd imagine they probably use some kind of pick either this year or next year to get a solidified point guard as a guy coming off the bench. I think they can get a guy better, better than Dacia Nix. Um, but Dasha Nix will get playing time next season. That's why the Rockets are not going to be good. It's because they're playing guys that are good for the time being. But when you look at a, a true, let's get a champion out there, I don't think these guys necessarily fit the bill. So, yeah, that's kind of where my head's at. I think you get Jeremy Grant and you get maybe, you know, point guard in the draft. But I really think that you ride this wave with with Porter, Green, and Christopher until they've proven that they truly are not a winning solution. And I don't think they've proven that yet. Fair. All right. So 2023, Mike, after they hire Mark Jackson – Who's going to save us from everybody? uh, How do they do?
1: That's a playoff team.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think I think that's fine. Twenty twenty four, we're in the playoffs. What seed?
1: How many wins? Five to eight. Five to eight. I'd say forty. Forty five. I'd say forty to forty five wins. I'd say probably forty five ish wins.
0: All right, and and how far are they going in the playoffs? Second round. Second round. So they win a playoff series. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well. Okay. So, but we didn't talk I, about. I love it. I love it, Mike. Do you? I love it. Yeah. I would love winning. I'd love to win. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like you want to win. But Mike, you haven't. No, it's not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying like I, I believe, and I don't think I'm the only one that is going to believe that your projections might be a little on the highly optimistic side.
1: Well, it's a highly optimistic side, but it's also all of those things that we just described are obtainable. It's all, just, a, just I don't like, know how obtainable that is,
0: but just I think, a, I think the players are obtainable. I don't necessarily think that the, that the result is obtainable, but okay, I'd, I digress. Okay. I think so the Rockets get to a point where they are, you know what? I'll be a little bit more optimistic and I say let's they they flirt with the ten seed in 2024. And just for argument's sake, I think they I think they get it. Let let's let's give something let's give let's give the fans uh, something okay. to talk about. So so, that, so yeah, they're the ten seed. So two years from now, if you tell me the Rockets are a ten seed after being the worst team in the league in two years, they're in the play-in. I think that's I think that's a sign of progress. I I do think that's a sign of progress. And again, it would be very difficult for me to see them fire Steven Silas. I think they keep Steven Silas for year five. I think they give him, oh, wow. I think they give him a two-year extension or something along those lines.
1: So let me, let me ask you a question because I don't think I've ever asked you this. You as a sports fan, would you consider yourself to be on the safer side? Meaning you don't like your favorite team swinging for the fences. You would much rather – if you have a guy on first in the bottom of the sixth and it's a 1-1 game with your fourth batter up, you wouldn't mind a bunt to get the guy to second base with one out, with your five hole up. Is that fair or is that not fair? I don't think that's fair.
0: I think okay. – here's, here's my thing, Mike. You right see now, why I ask you the question though, right? No. Okay. Here's, I here's can my preface thing. the question. I'm here's my thing. Here's my here's my deal. Okay. Right? If you're gonna use a baseball analogy, I'm gonna use one tip. Okay. I'm okay with swinging for the fences if you have a power hitter coming up. If you have Jordan Alvarez, yeah, go for a home run, Jordan Alvarez. But if I've got, you know, and no disrespect to the MVP of the team, Martin Maldonado, <laughs> or uh, even a worse guy than that. Yeah, because that's not – the Rockets are not on Martin Maldonado's level, level yet. They're on more of a uh, a Nico Goodrum or like – uh who else? Like Joe Schmo like a – Like a
1: like a, a, Odorizzi, a Jake
0: Odorizzi. Uh, yeah, yeah. God, Jake he sucks. I mean I want to use like a, a batting – like a, a batter, but like along those lines, yeah. Oh Okay. Uh, use, uh, yeah, Jake Odorizzi. Like right now the Rockets are Jake Odorizzi. And oh, God. He, like yeah, so so I don't feel comfortable swinging for the fences if I've got Jake Odorizzi because chances are he's gonna fly out. But if I've got Jordan Alvarez, the team needs to get the team needs to go from Odorizzi to Alvarez, and they're at Odorizzi right now. You can't just snap your fingers and switch Odorizzi into Alvarez. It's you've got to take time. You gotta you've got to move Odorizzi around. You gotta. Okay, let's get Oderizi. Let's trade him for this guy. Okay, let's let's develop this guy. Okay, let's develop this trade of him, and then you can become someone that's as talented as a Jordan Alvarez and get to that point. That's what we're doing with this rebuild at this point is, is building the team. And then when you get to a point where you're at a you're at an Alex Bregman spot, like then you can say, okay, let's make that big jump. Let's go for the fences. And I think you will see within these next couple of years. Where I think the Rockets should get into that mode of buying at trade deadlines uh, for going for massive big name players, because there is a point. You know, we we've got to get there first. So we're talking about 2022, 2023, 2024. Now we're at 2025. Mike Rockets are coming off of a playoff series win. Mark Jackson is the king of Houston at this point. Who is a player that you could see? come to the Rockets at that point. Jalen Brunson, Jalen Green, Alperen Sengun. give them someone else to help complete the band. Or do they run with
1: them for another year? I mean, I think that they, they keep it together. I think the biggest problem with doing an exercise like this is that there's so many different factors that are just unforeseen. Right.
0: Based off of what we know today in 2022.
1: Yeah. I think at that point, Your team is pretty damn good. Can you bring in a guy just throwing a name against a wall? So you have Brunson, you've got Shangoon, you know, maybe, you know, in the 23 draft, you get a a big time center. Maybe you don't, you know, down the line, maybe things blow up in a Minnesota and you end up with a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe Carl Anthony Towns is that missing piece.
0: And that's exactly where I'm getting at, Mike. That frontline piece. You're finally getting to my page. Okay. That's when the Rockets go for guys is when players like a Carl Anthony Towns, a Rudy Gobert, a Joel Embiid maybe, who knows becomes unhappy in their current situation and they want out. That will happen. That's a, that's a bet I'm willing to take that some star down the line is not going to like where they're playing and want to trade. That's the one thing you could probably guarantee in this league where given where it's going is that stars are going to want to move if they are not happy in their current situation. And very rarely do you see guys like Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard who are willing to stick it out with their franchise despite how good or bad they are. And like James Harden did it for a very long time too. But once the Rockets started to fall off the wagon and and started regressing instead of progressing, a trade was made. And even with guys like that, because we thought Harden was going to be here forever, and there's a chance he might come back. I don't don't particularly foresee that, but that's what I'm getting at, is 2025, when you have these picks, 2025, 2026, 2027, that are unprotected from the Nets, who are going to be so bad because they can't even – You know, they might not get out of the first round with KD and Kyrie and then let alone the fact they have no future because they've given us their entire future. We're going to be able to use that future, build our future and use those to flip it into a guy like a Carl Anthony Towns, like a like a Embiid, maybe a Gobert that will get us to that point where we can start swinging for the fences.
1: I think I think you summed it up perfectly. That you are wait you are willing as a fan, as a podcaster, as a I'm not gonna call you unbiased because you're a little biased towards a rocket, you're a Rockets fan, right? I'm like, you, I, you, I would probably call myself seven percent biased.
0: Yeah. So but very like very right. small bias with, correct
1: with my takes. You are willing to wait out those situations. I am not. But the because thing is, it's not, much... it's not
0: me that's willing to wait, Mike. It's the Rockets. Because in this conversation, you are embodying the fan, and I am embodying what I believe the organization is doing. It's not really my personal feelings as a fan. Because, yeah, I would love to see us be like the Lakers and go out and just get a superstar when our team isn't good enough and just put a band on and it'll be fine. And you know what, Mike, that's proving – Cause that's exactly what the Lakers did. The Lakers were like, Oh, we're not okay being the seven seed. So let's go and get Russell Westbrook Cause that will certainly make things better. And then now you look at them, they're not even in the playoffs. You've got guys like Jalen Brunson, John Morant that are actually winning in the playoffs. So it, it's really like getting a superstar now doesn't solve anything. Always.
1: No, it, it doesn't always, but it does. If the Rockets, it took Phoenix what two years of hitting it in the draft to then start to build that culture, right? Because they got Booker, they got along Bridges. with
0: Devin Booker because they were they had they got Devin Booker, then they became really bad, and then they rebuilt with Ayton and Bridges, and like right, but it took is like that's the model that the Rockets
1: are trying to follow. I bet, correct, and they were able to rebuild that thing. Like, yes, they had to get Booker, they had to suck for a while. But then they came up with eight and with bridges and things started to escalate and it took three years to and get the And then Chris Paul and boom. Well, Chris Paul, amongst other moves that they made, and all those moves made sense. But without Chris
0: Paul, they don't they don't get near.
1: Mike, that is from being
0: not a playoff team to a finals to win two games away from winning the whole championship. Uh, the hilarious. year after they got
1: Chris Paul, and now they're a 65 win team two years later. Right, that's crazy. The thing is. That perfectly sums up this conversation, right? Is that you look at it from the perspective of the organization that they're willing to wait out these situations? I don't want that. Like that is that is not appealing to me. Because give me bird in hand where you're not giving a guy 250 million dollars. And what you describe four years, 80 million dollars for a guy that can straight ball, give me that every single day of the week. Combine that maybe
0: maybe by what the Mavs are going to be doing in the playoffs. Maybe he'll make more than that. Potentially. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you the Knicks are going to give him a contract. And I, I'm i almost positive oh, sure. he be a Nick next season. Like, I'm, Which, I feel it in my bones.
1: If they're willing to give him the ultra bag, I'm never against a guy getting paid after coming off the type of season that he's coming off of.
0: Because, my the, the thing is about giving players ultra bags is then you get to a point where you're paying John Wall $40 million to sit out.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay yeah.
0: Because, because that's the thing is – is players are gonna be making a lot of money and a lot of players are probably not going to deserve the money they were given because they were sure. given such massive contracts. And that's, that's what the NBA is going to turn into. And the Rockets might be able to sneak in when these teams are striking out because they paid so many guys money that they don't deserve. Right. And the Rockets will be able to, you know, slide in and, and that's where they make their money. So let's just, try to wrap this up. So, so, okay. So 2025, Mike, I'm going to let you just finish your timeline because we're almost done with yours. So 2025, where do they get? Yeah.
1: I mean, hot take. When do they get to the finals? When do they get to the finals? I would say, I think they, if they get to it in 27, I think that's the year that they win it. All right. I so
0: 27, did they make a Western conference finals before then? No. All right. Who's the finals I, MVP?
1: Who's the finals MVP? Jalen green. All right. I'm glad think, you're on that. I, I'm glad yeah, you. agree. I think on that. <laughs> I think one really hot take too, and I want to make sure I mention this. I know we're running long here. Um, my hope is that I've said this before, I'll say it again, the Rockets will never make a championship run with Tillman Fertita as the owner. So I think between now and them making a the finals, he sells the team.
0: All right. And who on the current roster is on the team besides Jalen Green?
1: In twenty seven when they In get 27. to the finals. Yes. Uh I mean I'll go Shingun. I think Shingun, Green. I think Christopher's here. Oh man. I don't think Kevin Porter Jr. is here. Uh I think Jay Sean Tate sticks around too. Uh because so, I, I mean t- that's that's a pretty good amount. For five yeah. guys to be on the worst team
0: in the NBA to then five years later become the NBA champion, it's a pretty good turnaround.
1: What is that? Was it five or four? I said Shingoon, Green. Uh, Tate and Christopher Christopher yeah that's four and you don't think KJ Martin will I think they're gonna have to make a decision between the two I, I don't think this roster if and you'll going choose to Tate me, over KJ I think KJ can get you more in a trade package like if you were to put KJ and KJ in a pick in a deal and Tate in a pick in a deal you're gonna get more return for KJ So I think they make the tough decision and send out KJ in a pick to get back a better haul.
0: I think, I think the Rockets get to a point where 2024, they're in the play-in 2025, also in the play-in, but they win a game and they get in. I think they lose in the first round in 2025, 2026. I think they're also first round exit 2027. Let's say they make it to the second round. 2028, they get to the finals and they lose. In 2029, they win. Or something along those lines. Jalen Green is the kind of guy you can build a team around. And that's what they're going to do. Jalen Green is going to be the future of the Rockets. And uh, the way that this team has to be built, Mike, and I know you, you hate it, is is through the draft. You really have to build this team through the draft. At least for the first couple of years, 2022, 2023, 2024, Then when you accumulate enough talent to where you're simply just going to win based off of talent and nothing else, not even coaching or anything like that, then you get to a point where it's like, okay, now you can start swinging for the fences. Let's go and get Jalen a true co-star, not necessarily Kevin Porter. I think they're going to end up trading Kevin Porter to get that superstar. Probably a guy like, like I would love to see, um, a guy he might not even be in the league yet that's the thing who whoever this co-star might be I'd love to see a world where like Rudy Gobert comes to the Rockets would save a lot of defensive issues uh you know they need to get guys that are they need to get a couple of guys that are just defense first guys like 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 a Gobert like uh you know having or an Embiid I would love to see an Embiid like Joel Embiid come here at some point um yeah uh, like that, that might that might involve Shangun getting traded as well. Um, but like at the end of the day, like I think the Rockets are going to keep Jalen Green on for the long term, and he might be the only person that is on this roster when the team wins a championship. I could see a world where Josh Christopher is as well. I do think that the Rocket, like, because because th- when they do make it, this trade, when they do make this trade, they're likely going to have to part ways with multiple guys, maybe this top pick that's coming in this season. Um, I I think, but I think you can get a team, like, I think, I'm going to say this, Jalen Green's the finals MVP, Josh Christopher is still on the team. I think they do try to keep Josh Christopher around for as long as they possibly can. And I think the trade that they make is for a guy like uh, a big man like like a real big man that we know for sure can score, maybe like a bam out of bio, like that kind of type. I'm not saying necessarily these guys in particular, but like a bam out of bio, a guy that can really just be defensive juggernaut and also help on the offensive end with Jalen. And that that's, I think, where it is. It's 2029 ish I could see it happening. 35 For the first time in 35 years or 34 years, Your Houston Rockets are NBA champions.
1: I think the, which I love you saying that I think one thing we have to keep in mind is when the Rockets acquired Harden, they were just floundering. And then that type of trade comes along and the Rockets pounced on it. And nobody would argue the Rockets destroyed that deal. A plus Oklahoma city has not recovered since. And that happened almost 10 years ago. Well, I love the idea of those guys that you just mentioned becoming available. Like if the Rockets were to suck this year and they end up with that kid, Victor. When, uh, when yeah, who's, I mean, 7'2 out of France. The kid just looks like the next big thing. Like if, if you told me, if you guaranteed me the Rockets sucking this year to get that guy next year, I'm all in for that. The problem is, is that it's the NBA lottery and you can't bank on that. The
0: thing is, Mike, you can't bank on anything in the NBA because we're all talking about future. We're all talking about future. When it comes to you buying guys now to be good in 2022, 2023, there's no guarantee that those guys are going to get you to where you can go. But if I'm given the two options, would I rather play with the devil I know who I know is only going to get me so far or the devil I don't, which may or may not work? But there's a chance that it will... Basically, you're looking at this, Mike. Would you rather have a guy that's going to get you to 80% of NBA contention? Or would you rather have a chance to go from zero to 100? It's like the Matrix. Take the red pill. You're good. You roll with what you got. You can get... You can get to the Western Conference Finals again, and and you can be okay with that because at least you made it there. Or you can take this blue pill. It can kill you, or it can send you back into even a worse rebuild, which I don't think is possible. But it could just maybe get you to a championship and win the championship.
1: So I've never seen The Matrix. Um, You take the
0: blue pill, though. You don't need to see the movie to know – that you take the blue pill because the blue pill gives you a chance at a
1: championship. But the last thing that I'll tell the last thing that I'll say about it is between those two, you will never convince me to go with the latter. I will take the 80 percent guy because you said, would I take a guy that gets you there? We all know that it's so you're not saying me, you so would so not my, want to win, a championship. Hold, hold on, want to win a championship. hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. What I'm saying is I will take the guy that gets me to 80% of the way there with an understanding that you still have more work to do. It's not just about, if you say, I'll use this example because we've been talking about it the whole show. If Jalen Brunson gets you to 80% combined with the guys that you already have and the work that you're going to do in this draft, then maybe he's a part of getting you you bring him in, you're at 80% and the work that he does with the guys gets you to 90%. You still have a hell of a lot of money to spend in the next offseason, but you have one of those mainstay pieces there when you can make a title run later in the decade. That's all I'm saying is that the idea of waiting these guys out in their situations makes it's of no value to me because that doesn't mean anything. Like, go talk to the Boston fans that were all in on Lillard because Lillard was disgruntled in Portland, and now he's not going anywhere. So now Boston's in a position where they're pretty good. Are they good enough to win a title? No. Because they've Boston, been hoarding Mike. all these assets. Look at
0: Boston. They hoarded all the assets, and it might now pay off for them because it's Boston not going is there. a team, Mike. Boston's a team. You're looking at, like, Okay, Mike, if you had, based on the first two games of the playoffs, who looks the best to you?
1: Golden State. Okay, well, after Golden State? Uh, Philadelphia looks pretty damn good. Okay, after Philadelphia? Miami. When
0: is Boston coming on this list? Boston's fourth. Okay, so so Golden State and Boston, two great examples. Mm -hmm. Both teams that have built their team through the draft. Uh, Yes, yes, Mike. You yeah. can't deny that they're not yeah. built for the draft. No, that's what I'm saying. And yes, yes, like that, you can go that route. And that's the route that I would go simply because I know the surplus of draft picks that they have. And that's, I think, what the Rockets genuinely want to do. But there are other options like what Philly's doing and like what Miami's doing that can get you there. That's sure. what Houston was when they had James Harden. They didn't have James Harden, so they had to go through the draft. They got extremely lucky trading for James Harden. And yes, you can go and do it again. But the Rockets, when they traded for James Harden, it was a very good reason to because they had no one that they really had as like a potential future guy for them. They 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 had no they had no real semblance of a future with any of those guys on that roster before James Harden got there. Then James Harden became that future. With the Rockets now, they drafted their future. They drafted Jalen Green, and now they can go build this team around Jalen Green and go win a fucking championship. Perfectly put. I think that was a good place to park. I would say so. Are you good? All right. Oh, phenomenal. Beautiful. The Rockets have won the championship. Woo! But, like, look, it took took a lot of hard conversations between me and Mike. It took a lot of adversity. A lot of tough games, a lot of, a lot of disappointing losses, but we got
1: there. Hopefully, I'm still alive in 29 when they win the championship mm-hmm. in, your, in your model. And if not, I'll celebrate from the grave. Pour one out, Mike. Me.
0: But look, Mike, your model and my model, it's only a two year difference. It's really not that much. No, there is is merit into a lot of things. And you know what else you need? You need a whole lot of fucking luck. And hopefully there will be some luck coming the Rockets way with this draft lottery coming up with this draft coming up with free agency coming up. And hopefully they can get these guys a little bit closer to a championship. That's what we need to see from this team moving forward. Just a little step in the right direction. And that's what yours and my model both Mirror is mm-hmm. a little bit of improvement each and every year. And yes, you would like to see more improvement, but as long as we are taking steps forward and not steps backward,
1: sure happy. Yeah, and I people who listen to this who you and I like to go back and forth, we like to get into it, but we both have the same goal. Like ultimately, if the Rockets wait This out, yeah, it's going to piss me off. But if they make a move that I love, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Just like if the Rockets were to make a big splash this offseason that you didn't necessarily foresee coming and it ended up working out for the Rockets, you would celebrate it as much as anybody else. And the Rockets have –
0: the fact that the Rockets have Jalen Green, who you and I believe is the finals MVP for the
1: Rockets, like that is enough to keep us intrigued and to keep us going. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. But yes. I do think it goes back to a previous show that we've talked about that I believe this off season is that much more important than last season than last mm-hmm. off season. Because yes, with the third, what do we have? The second overall, what do we have last year? Third. We had the third overall. Second, pick. second pick. Second pick. Sorry. We were going to end up with a guy who had a very high ceiling, no matter who you took. But this year right now, you can take that turn that much quicker if you get it right in this draft. So it's incredibly important off season, and I'm glad I get to talk about it with you every week. That's that's a very good way to put it. But be sure to go
0: follow us on Twitter at the DreamTake and at Dream Also, for next show, I will be recording it at some point this weekend. I will be recording it once I get enough responses to our mailbag. I'm doing a mailbag episode. It's mailbag! Going to be- me, myself, and the mailbag. So <laughs> if you've got any questions, DM us on Twitter. I'm gonna, We're going to throw tweets out throughout the weekend that, you know, if you have any mailbag questions, throw it down in this here. You can also DM either of us on Twitter. You can throw it down in the comments of any article at The Dream Shake. We'll be looking out for those as well. And I might even write an article about it just to kind of get things going as well on Friday. So uh, be sure to – Chip into the mailbag. Might even do some live questions here on Spotify Live for those that are listening into our show, and you'll have we'll have more information as to when that show will actually be. I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, Saturday or Sunday yet. I still got to get my my weekend scheduled out, but yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Dream Take In at Dream Shake SBN. Like us on Facebook if you're over there. Head to our website TheDreamShake.com. and follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Mr. Michael Brown at B-S-W
1: podcast underscore M-B.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode. And until next time, go Rockets.
1: Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience, with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet, using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance. Pure design. Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.